Hey there, my five faithful listeners and anyone who randomly stumbled upon this episode. My name is Lydia, and this is the Lydia Todd Pod. It's probably not a good idea to start a podcast because your last name rhymes with pod, but I'm here anyways. From spontaneous trips to special guests to deep spiritual conversations and everything in between, expect inspiration, stories, and plenty of laughter. Grab a glass of milk, settle in, and let's dive into the episode. Season 1. My first content episode. And by content, I mean content creation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lydia Todd Pod. I'm super excited to get into this episode. We have covered a lot of things so far. We've talked about travel, we've talked about faith, we've talked about life in general. And this episode, I wanted to dive a little bit into content creation because I had mentioned that in the first episode about making some content on content. And I didn't want to leave you guys waiting too long. For the first content creation episode, I am just going to give you a, a brief background on myself in the area, and then I will go ahead and start off strong with some helpful resources for you guys to use in your content creation. First of all, I started making content for social media in 2009, I believe. Whenever the Todd Family Fun Farm started, which is my parents' agritourism business, I have run the social media since practically the beginning. I mean, my mom posts on things, but I've created flyers and advertisements and even some brochures. I've made designs. I've done photographs for the Instagram and Facebook and made flyers and stuff. Most of the content that I made... Oh, I also made videos. I forgot about that. We made advertising videos for Facebook and they're probably still still out there somewhere and they're they're really cute and fun and friendly but one year we made a ad that was for our maze design our corn maze whenever I say maze it's a corn maze our maze design was on the greatest farm but it was a play on the greatest show from the greatest showman and we remade the lyrics for the greatest show into the greatest farm and there's a video out there somewhere of us singing our remake and i thought i thought the lyrics were pretty good if you think they're good then i made the lyrics if you don't think they're good then the the artist name escapes me i'm i'm just not sure who wrote that <laughs> i have done the social media for that and brochures and content for the todd family fun farm since then and so that's what over 10 over 10 years of of content making and that's just been for fun i mean it's a family business and so my first content job hmm before this year i don't know that i've ever had a paid job for content creation i've done content creating for many of my jobs as interns with youth groups i've made plenty of flyers and and posts about upcoming events or advertising retreats and stuff like that whenever I had different offices in my social club at university I was making things like 
Instagram posts and banners to be put up around places. Designed a few of those in my time. But my first paid position was recently. I got to go to Prague and for four days, well, the whole trip to Prague was four days, but for practically two days, we were shooting content, filming. I was doing mostly photography, but we made reels and um, general posts, a lot of stuff off of Canva, which I would say my number one tool that I use for making content is Canva. I've got a little bit of experience in making videos, as you might can tell from podcasting, and I've also been doing a lot of photography, which photography, I don't know if you would consider it content creation, but I think it's part of the process, especially if you're using the photos to post and to create something online to share. And so between all of those, I've had a a time or two meddling in the content creation field. I'm currently getting a master's in content creation at Regents University London, and I've learned a lot so far. We are learning how to do correct lighting, how to use the Adobe Suite, different tools for different, just a lot of different things. But one of the things that I've been doing over the past couple months is making a document of all of the best links for content creators. And so for this first episode, I would like to just share them with you. I mean, these go across the board, so depending on what type of content you make, you'll probably find something in here for you. I'm not sure that some of the ones that I'm about to mention are on this doc, but I will try to add them before I post the doc link in the description below. The first thing, as I've already said, is Canva. If you don't have Canva, get it. It is free to use. You can purchase Canva Pro, and I do use Canva Pro, but for the first 10 plus years of content creating, I did not have Pro, and I still got to do so many cool things with it. They have just integrated a lot of AI features with uh, background removal and other third-party integrations, and so with with all that is on Canva, if you only made one purchase of investing in your content creation, I think that Canva would be the best choice. If you want to edit photos or videos or make PowerPoints, presentations, resumes, documents, really anything, Canva has got you. And then a second thing that I use a lot is Final Cut Pro. I use that a lot for video editing. If you buy, okay, this, listen up. If you're a student, I'm not sure if they still do this, but they did as of like a year ago, so hopefully they still do. If you purchase the Final Cut Pro package with all the other stuff like Logic Pro and everything, for a student, if you have a student ID, like student email, then the price that you pay, and it's a one-time fee for a lifetime membership, so, um, or not a membership, but a lifetime license, and so if you purchase it now as a student, it is way cheaper than the final price. I don't recall the actual price, but you're saving over a couple hundred dollars, so if you're a student and you're thinking about buying stuff like that, if you have a MacBook and you do editing for videos or sound, then you probably should invest in that sooner rather than later. The 
Other thing that I've been using a lot recently is CapCut. If you make Instagram Reels, TikToks, then CapCut is a good video app that you can use on your phone. So it's really simple. I would say it's very user-friendly and easy to learn. So you don't have to take a bunch of classes. You can always watch on YouTube to see how to do different things. That's how I've learned more than half of what I know now. But CapCut, I think, is very easy for beginners. So if you are like, I want to start making reels for my business, or I want to just test it out and do some fun things for my personal account, then try CapCut out if you think it's too hard, then check out YouTube to see some tutorials. Now on to some of the links from my doc. I'm not going to go over all of them in this podcast, but I will link all of them below because I am all for sharing what I know and giving it to you guys. There's no reason why you should have to pay me for this. I'm practically just like a, I don't know, a Wikipedia page for content creation, so Wikipedia is free and so am I. (laughs) Okay, first one, adsoftheworld.com. You can view on this website popular ad campaigns. If you are in content creation because it is a job for you, then this is really cool because you can look at other people's campaigns, look at what has been successful, and then design a campaign for your content that is similar to what is working right now in the field. Next one, AnswerThePublic.com. This website, you can search for what people are Googling in any topic. So if you want to know what is the most common phrases or terms used around this topic, then type it in and then it will show you charts and it'll show you all the verbs, all the adjectives, all the noun usages of this phrase, this term, and how it is googled so if you are setting up seo for your website or for for your website or for different social media posts then you can use the answer the public info to make the right hashtags to use the right terms in your blog post or just to make your post appear higher up in google because you're using the terms that people are searching for the next one is if you are trying to build a website, then some of the links that I have on here are Wix site and Squarespace. I've used Wix for six or so years for my blog, and it seems like a very simple, easy process. It's free if you don't mind having the wixsite.com tagged in your link for your webpage, or you can buy your own domain. But that is a free source if you want to start making your own website. I know that you guys have heard of this one by now, but I will still mention it because it is a great source. ChatGPT and Dolly. If you are trying to create long prompts for things or if you want it to generate a list of hashtags that are relevant for your content or maybe you can use Dolly to create new images that don't exist but tell the story perfectly for what you're trying to get across in a message-based infographic or in a post on Instagram or X or threads or whatever it is, you can use these tools AI to create what you see in your head and you don't have to have all of the graphic design knowledge as you might once have had to have. We will get into more uses of ChatGPT later on, but 
right now I'm just going to tell you it's a cool source and the whole world is using it right now. So if you haven't tested it out, now is a good time to start learning how to work it because it's not going away anytime soon. The next one is something that I think is super cool. One of my professors showed me this, wordart.com slash create. So this is a place where you can make the, you know, the pictures with a image or a word or something, but then the image is made up of a bunch of smaller words that describe what the word is. You can make those using this website, but that's not the cool part. The cool part is, say you're making one about love. You can take what you're trying to make it about, go to Wikipedia, search the term that you're trying to make it about, copy all of the Wikipedia page, like just select all of it and then copy it and then take it back to the word, pic word art page and paste it into word art and then it picks out the major words for you and then you can edit out the words that aren't similar but it just picks out the most common words in your document or in whatever you upload and uses those and the size of the word is based on how much it's used so if you use a wiki article on that topic then it's going to pretty well summarize what that word is about i thought that was really cool especially if you are in to blogging or something where you need a visual representation of what you're talking about then try that out and see if you like the results if you are trying to make VR experiences, you can try Imperia VR. I've made a couple rooms on there. It is more for people who can code, but if you can't code, there's still a fair amount you can do with the template rooms. If you are trying to come up with a business name, you can go to namelix.com and it will give you business or like and it will give you name ideas. So that's cool. You can use aiva.ai to create music via AI. This one was super cool. I have played around with it. You have to know a little bit about styles of music to understand what it's asking, but overall pretty simple and you can pick what kind of genre you want, or what kind of mood you want, and it will make you a new piece of music. So if you're trying to make a piece of music to use in the background of a video or podcast or something that isn't going to have royalties because no one else used it because it was made by AI, then use this tool. You can also use kyber.ai, K-A-I-B-E-R, to create videos via AI. If you want to take a course to learn something, go to tutorai.me. This website, they have, they, they make AI classes on whatever you want to learn about. So you can be like, Teach me how to peel an orange or something. I don't know. Something really random. And they can make an AI course on it. So then you can learn how to do whatever you're trying to do. Maybe you're trying to learn how to use Final Cut Pro. They probably can make an AI course on that. If you're trying to make book covers because you write books, you can try DIYbookcovers.com. They can make you book covers. I'm skipping through a few more of them, but as I said, if you want the full list, check the link below. One of the top sources that I would suggest for anyone who makes YouTube videos or other kinds of videos is veed.io, V-E-E-D.io, which does automatic subtitling with AI. And that 
is very necessary. You want your content to be accessible to everyone online. So make sure that you are subtitling all of your videos. And finally, the last one I'm going to speak about on this short content episode is Synthesia.io, S-Y-N-T-H-E-S-I-A, which uses AI to make digital persons talking. So if you are trying to make a video presentation about something, but you don't want to be the person in the video, you can put in the script, pick the person, pick the style, and a fake AI-generated person will be created and talk and present your presentation for you. One of my classmates used that in their presentation, and so they just pressed play, and at the end, they were like, any questions? And that was, I mean, I personally was impressed, but also I was like, is this, is this allowed? <laughs> is this, is this what we have come to? But hey, if you have the ability to make something like that, maybe you should get a free pass to not have to speak in class. So that is most of my content creation links for the first episode that I was going to suggest to you guys. If you have questions about any of the links, feel free to message me and I will give you guys all that I know about the topic or subject in the future if you would like to hear more about how to use certain content or the ethics maybe around different types of content such as the new movement in AI technology or just, hey, I am a person who doesn't know how to use the camera on a cell phone, then I can make podcasts on any of those topics. So just let me know what you guys are interested in so that I can cater this side of the content more for you. I have so many interests in content creation, so it could go a number of different ways. Podcasting is a new form of content creation for me, and I'm learning each episode how to better suit this content for the audience and how to just make it fun for me. I am super, super grateful for all of you who have listened to any of my podcast episodes I know that I was kind of wild for dropping the first how many of our episodes on you the first day. I'm glad that I got to get into something that could maybe actually help you guys this week. Maybe in the future I will give you guys some behind the scenes content to tell you how I am making the podcast and what you could do better so you don't make the mistakes that I have made. For instance, don't spill your chocolate milk on yourself when you're making your episode. That is just very unfortunate and I would hate to see that happen for anyone. If I don't make a chocolate milk reference in each episode, then I just want you guys to know that each episode I am drinking chocolate milk because I just felt that it was necessary and you may not even be watching the video form of the podcast, so you can't see that. But I, in fact, am holding a glass right now in my hand. And on the topic of chocolate milk, I feel like content creation is very similar to my daily routine with chocolate milk because I have to go to the fridge. And some days I open the fridge and there's there's no milk. And some days I open the fridge and there there is milk. And so then I'm able to make what I want and I get out my favorite mug or 
a different size glass depending on my mood and I pour it in, pour the chocolate in, mix it up with a spoon, make sure that it's the right ratio, and then I drink it. And sometimes after I drink it, I'm like, I could have made that better, but it was still good either way. And with content creation, you are going to be making content that sometimes you don't have all the right resources for. Sometimes you have the right resources, you throw it together, try your best, and then you have your finished product that you produce, that you put out there, and it could have been better. It isn't exactly what you expected. But the important thing is that you do make the content because you're only going to get better if you try, if you make content. I don't get better at making videos until I make a bunch of videos with mistakes that I learn from. I am learning a lot about podcasting right now, and I probably could have learned a lot about podcasting a year ago, but I didn't because I didn't make a podcast. So if you are thinking I want to do more social media marketing or just videos, reels, posts, content, blogging, whatever kind of content it is, then try it out. Have some fun. When you make mistakes, then you learn from them and you get better. And trust me, sometimes your mistakes are the best part. It's a really fun time to be able to look back at things that you've done, have a good laugh about it, and then show other people and bring a smile to their face too. Maybe you'll be more embarrassed than I've been with your mistakes, but even my biggest flops in content, if they can bring laughter, then they're not a complete fail. But what do I know? I am still a novice, and I'm glad that you guys get to see this part, at least this part of the journey, forward. So... Thank you for joining me on this content episode. I will catch you guys next week. As we wrap up this episode of the Lydia Todd Pod, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for you spending time with me. This really challenges my belief that I only have five consistent listeners. If you have any thoughts, topics, or questions you'd like me to explore further on future episodes, please reach out on one of my socials. I hope that our conversations have brought you inspiration and joy. If you have friends or family who might be interested in our conversations, don't hesitate to share the podcast with them.